Hey you guys, what's up? You know I am the first person to tell you guys how much diets suck and how much I hate them and how we should never diet ever. Um, but I wanted to just dig a little bit deeper into that topic and I just wanted to give like my honest review of all these different fad diets and kind of go over like what they are, why they don't work, why they aren't sustainable and kind of just go beneath just like the surface level of, yeah, you go on this diet and you lose a bunch of weight, but like why it's just not long-term and why it's actually not healthy for you. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, you saw that I did like um, a little question box on my stories telling you guys I was going to do an episode like this and asking, you know, which um, types of diets you wanted me to go over. And of course, the most popular one that you guys wanted me to talk about was keto, so I am going to talk about that, but there's a couple other ones we're going to talk about too, and I'm seeing a couple that, you know what, I do have slightly positive things to say about it, so like I said, I'm just going to give my honest review and just kind of go into a quick little in-depth of of all these fad diets that are going around so you so you understand it instead of just hearing me say, don't diet, don't do this, don't do keto, don't do that. Like, I want you guys to understand why. So let's jump in and learn about all these fad diets. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast, hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. So before I start talking about all these individual fad diets and what I don't and maybe do like about them, I just want to talk about diets in general and why why I don't like them. And I think the main reason, like you guys heard me talk about why I don't like diets, but I think one of the main reasons why I don't like them is because they're so focused on what you can't eat instead of what you can. And you know, I just, I hate that all or nothing mindset of, you know, you can't eat this at all and just taking things completely out of your diet. And I think that's just such an unhealthy way to live. And it can also just be so sad. Like if, what if you're on a diet where you can't have you know, any chocolate, like I love chocolate. If you told me I couldn't eat chocolate for the rest of my life, first of all, I'd be sad. But second of all, it'd make me want chocolate even more than I already do in life. And you know, once you're told you can't do something, you shouldn't do something, you're not allowed to, like it makes you want to do it even more. (laughs) And I think that's what makes these diets so unsustainable and just not fun. Is there, like I said, they're so focused on taking things out instead of putting things in, and that's what I love to work on, like with my clients and what I focus on in Diet Ditchers Academy is we are not focused on taking things out of your diet. We're focused on what can we add in to make your diet better. We should be adding in more fruits and vegetables. We should maybe be adding in more whole food. Maybe you're someone who needs to prioritize adding in a protein in every meal because you're someone who doesn't get protein. Um, so, you know, that's why that's one of my biggest, my biggest goals 
with my one-on-one coaching and in Diet Ditches Academy is we are just focused on what we can do to make it better, what we can add in, not what you can take out. Because we live in a society, we live in a diet culture where it's all about taking things out, not being allowed to do this, not being allowed to eat that. And I'm just tired of living that way. So like if you guys are ready to just ditch diet completely, Diet Ditchers Academy is still open. And you know, it's a six week e-course that you can do on your own time. But like that is just my my approach to, you know, helping you live a healthier lifestyle is stop cutting things out and let's start adding things in. And once you do, and once you're actually full and insatiated from, you know, the healthier foods that you're eating, you're not going to be, you're not going to have all these crazy cravings because all these diets, ones we're about to dive into, a lot of the times they don't work because you aren't able to eat the foods that you love and that you enjoy that because you restrict yourself so much, they lead to binges. So if you guys are interested in Diet Digits Academy, just go to thisismirandalee.com slash DDA, as in Diet Digits Academy, and you can sign up for it now. Or you can email me for one-on-one coaching. Um, my email is thisismirandalee at gmail.com. So let's dive into the first diet we're going to talk about, and it's the one you guys, I know you guys want to hear about the most, and it's keto. Yeah, sure, do keto, but you you're not losing, you're not losing fat. You're right away losing, um, losing water weight. You're going down, um, in pounds from losing that water weight and not having those carbs. So it might look like you're losing weight, but you aren't losing, you are not losing fat. Um, and also with keto, I think one of the biggest things that bugs me is like, how are you supposed to get any of your nutrients, you know, fruits and vegetables, whole grains, um, lentils, beans, all these great things that have amazing nutrients that's amazing for your gut health, you are not feeding. So you are not getting all those great things that you can get if you weren't doing keto. And first of all, I'd like to say that keto was not created as a diet for weight loss. It was actually created to help children with epilepsy. So I think it's kind of weird that we've all started using it as a weight loss diet when that's not even what it was made for. So I don't want to just go into this being like shame, like just pointing my finger at all these diets. I kind of want to do like a pro con list um, for each of these diets. Um, So let's start with the cons because that list is a lot longer, especially for keto. So for those of you who aren't completely um, familiar with keto. Keto is a diet where you are super limited on carbs. So essentially you don't eat any carbs and you are just focused on protein and fats. Um, A big problem I have with this is that it takes away an essential macronutrient, which is carbs. And carbs, there's so many great things about carbs and it gives you so much, you know, it's a source of energy. It gives you so much fiber. So I think that's a really big con of keto is that you are not getting all the nutritious benefits and nutrients from whole foods because when you take out carbs, that means you're also taking out, you know, fruits, vegetables, legumes, um, grains, and like pastas, like all these things that actually have so many 
great components that you're just ditching because it has carbs. And the reason why people lose a lot of weight with keto is like there's nothing special. It's when you t- carbs is a macro that holds on to um, water. So you know I've talked about this in pre- in a previous podcast episode about carbs. But the reason why you lose a bunch of weight when you cut out carbs is just because there's less carbs to hold on to the water molecules. So you're not losing fat. You're actually just losing some water weight, which will return once you start eating carbs. So there's nothing magical about keto. It's just that's why people lose a bunch of weight in the beginning. It's strictly because it's water weight. You are not losing fat. And that's the thing. If you are trying to lose weight, your goal should be that you're trying to, you know, lose fat and eventually start putting on muscle. So if you're doing keto and you're just losing water weight and eventually you're going to lose muscle mass, it's not even focusing on fat loss, then then there's no there's no true benefit of that. You know, we want to, for people who are trying to eat healthier and lose weight, it's not that we want to lose weight, you want to lose fat. And that's not what keto is, is proved to do. Um, so another thing I don't like about keto, the obvious that you, you know, it's not sustainable. It's not enjoyable. There's so many amazing foods, like even, you know, outside of like the nutritious foods, like there's great foods that have carbs in them. So it's kind of like with keto, you take out an entire food group, which includes, nutritious foods, but also includes yummy foods. So keto is not sustainable at all. That's why I don't recommend it. And when you are on keto, if you go back off keto, how do I say this? If you are on keto and you go back to not being on keto and just eating, you know, regular, it is one of those diets that you will gain all the weight, most of the weight, if not more, back. Um, so yeah, those are a lot of my negatives about keto. I could talk about keto for a while just because like, you guys, it wasn't meant to be a diet. A lot of it's not fat loss and it's just not sustainable. But here, I'll give you guys some pros that I do like about keto. So one is that, you know, it prioritizes protein and I feel like a lot of people don't get enough protein. So I think if... (laughs) You know, you want to learn one thing from pro- from keto is, you know, try to get protein in every meal. You don't have to do keto to do that. I am, you know, primarily plant-based, like I've said before, and I still get more than enough protein daily, and it's because I make it a priority in my meals. I always make sure there is something with protein in each of my meals and snacks. Um, and I guess another thing I like about keto is that you know, you're taking out the, like a bulk of processed foods, since a lot of processed foods um, are, you know, carbs, like when you think of chips or fries or donuts or cake, like those are all carbs. So it takes it all out. But once again, it's not sustainable. But this is also you guys, why keto seems to work. And even you know, once you get past like all the water weight, why people who stick to keto for some crazy reason um, when they stick to it, why they do end up over time losing some weight 
is it doesn't have to do with keto and keto wasn't magical. It's the fact that when you started keto, you stopped eating processed foods and you were just a little more aware of the foods that you were eating. So this is honestly why people think all these diets work. It's because you went from maybe eating not the healthiest and kind of crappy to like this extreme diet. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, if you were eating ho-hos and donuts every day and then you start this diet, of course you're going to lose weight right away. There's nothing special about that diet. It's just you made such a drastic change, which, you know, not sustainable. You won't be able to be consistent about it, but literally you could have seen changes as well as, you know, if you would have just kind of started exercising, started going on walks every day and started drinking more water or, you know, started prioritizing a little more protein. Um, there was nothing special about keto or any other diet. It's just the fact that you decided to be more health conscious, especially like, have you ever like started a diet and then started exercising at the same time? Like you're just doing all these things at once where of course your body's going to change a lot in the beginning. It's not going to be sustainable, but you know, it's just, it's just what happens. There's nothing super special about that diet. And you know what? I want to add in another con about keto. Um, so you know, in episode 32, um, where I actually talked about what happened, why you lose weight when you cut out carbs, you go a little deeper into that. But I also talk about the basics of macronutrients. In this episode, I talk about how fats are actually the most calorically dense of the macros, which means anything that is a fat or has fat will be higher in calories. And you know, a lot of the times, um, when it comes to weight loss and fat loss, it really has to do with calories in versus calories out. Not all of the time, but you know, a lot of the time, um, it really has to do with, you know, how many calories are you eating versus how many calories are you burning? And with keto, because it is so focused on fat, it means you're gonna be eating a lot more um, calories a day. There's actually a study that um, compared like veganism versus keto diet and basically those who did keto ate an average of like 700 calories more a day. And over time, you know, when it starts to balance out, you probably won't be able to lose any more weight on keto because you already lost all that weight from the water weight and it isn't sustainable and it's not really focused on fat loss. So I don't want to keep talking about keto because we have other diets to go to, to talk about, but that's my thing with keto. It wasn't meant to be a diet for weight loss. You aren't losing fat. You're just losing water weight. It's not sustainable and you aren't getting the nutrients you need. And any diet that says to take out an entire food group, red flag, that's not good. So keto is a big no for me. All right, so let's move on to the next fat diet. Another diet you guys wanted me to talk about was veganism. You already know that I have a whole podcast episode in episode 63 about kind of plant-based plant-based versus veganism and the pros and cons of being a vegan and, and if that's something you should do. But 
still, it is still a fad diet that a lot of people go into it with the intention to lose weight. And I'm still gonna give you the pros and cons of veganism. And just because I am plant-based does not mean I'd ever tell someone to eat a vegan diet to lose weight. So once again, veganism, if you're doing it for weight loss, it's just like that all or nothing mentality again that you're cutting out. It's not really a whole food group, but it's like you're cutting out a whole a whole section of food that maybe you used to eat. And uh, while I think being plant-based is great, and I'll talk about the, the pros in a second, there's nothing magical for weight loss about, you know, cutting out all animal products if that's all you're doing. So if that's just what you're doing, just because something is vegan does not mean it's healthy. You know, if you go and, you know, you buy, like I have these marshmallows that are called dandies and they're vegan marshmallows. I don't buy them because they're healthier. Um, I just honestly like the ingredients a, a little better um, than regular marshmallows. But just because you're eating something that says it's vegan and does not com- contain animal products does not mean it is healthier and you're going to lose weight. And that's one of the biggest cons I notice with people who um, go into a vegan diet strictly to lose weight is because they're like, oh, if it's vegan, it's healthy. But there's so many vegan things that like, just because it's vegan doesn't doesn't mean it's healthy. Like you can still eat cookies that are vegan. And at the end of the day, they're still cookies. Not saying you shouldn't eat them, but you're not going to lose weight just because you eat things that um, are plant-based. So once again, that all or nothing mentality with veganism can be, you know, a, a giant con. But like, I feel like on the other hand, if if your motivation behind being vegan is beyond weight loss, then, you know, I I applaud people who, you know, are trying to be more plant-based. Like, I'm plant-based myself, but the, I, I don't have that all-or-nothing mindset. Um, every once in a while, I eat meat. I honestly, at this point, don't truly enjoy meat. But, you know, sometimes I'll have things with dairy in it. I have to be careful because I am lactose intolerant. But, um, you know, sometimes I'll have eggs and there's, there's so many great benefits to things like, you know, eggs, um, and a couple other, you know, animal products here and there, but, um, cutting out all animal products doesn't mean that you're going to lose weight and just be healthier. But, you know, I think, um, a pro of veganism is that, you know, you are prioritizing, plants and whole foods and not as um you know not as much animal products which I think is great for the environment as well and it's cheaper um but once again you shouldn't be focusing on what you're taking out you should be focusing on what you're putting in and what you should be putting in to your daily diet is whole foods like fruits veggies legumes whole grains all that good stuff it shouldn't be focusing on taking something out like animal products. So I know that might be a kind of confusing review of veganism, but you know, if you are trying to be vegan to lose weight, don't do it because it's not going to be sustainable and it's not going to be enjoyable 
And just because something is vegan does not mean it's healthy. All right. I don't want to go too in-depth on this next diet. I'm just going to make it kind of quick and simple. But I just want to talk about the whole gluten-free diet. I feel like it kind of falls into my same opinion about um, the plant-based slash vegan diet. But I feel like a lot of people think that if they just go gluten-free, they're going to lose weight and... Oh, okay, coming from someone who is gluten-free, like I'm gluten-free because I have an allergy. Um, I'm not going to go too deep into that, but I honestly blame birth control for me being um, allergic to gluten. That can be a whole nother podcast itself. But um, gluten is not bad for you. There are studies that show if you are someone who struggles with, you know, PCOS um, that cutting out dairy and gluten can be beneficial, but you know, that's outside of my realm. Um, and that is not what I'm talking about here. But if you, the thing is with, you know, going gluten-free, it's kind of like the same as like veganism where it's like, okay, if you find something that says gluten-free on it, then it's healthy. No, that's not how it works. So my little sister has celiac disease and I know one of her biggest struggles with, when she took out gluten is um, that she was so focused on eating things that said gluten-free. So like gluten-free pancakes, gluten-free cake, or gluten-free cookies, like all those things that were gluten-free that she actually gained weight because she was so focused on taking gluten out instead of focusing on things that are naturally gluten-free like, um, you know, like your fruits and veggies and you know, protein, meat, like stuff like that. Um, so just because something is labeled gluten-free does not mean it's healthy. I'm just, I'm going to just leave it at that. Um, because that's basically the, the biggest thing when it comes to like a gluten-free diet or like a vegan diet, like just because it says gluten-free doesn't mean it's healthy. Stop focusing on what you should take out you know, unless it's an allergy, then I understand. Um, a lot of people are allergic to gluten. But to just take out gluten and hope to lose weight, that's that's not a good approach. You should just focus on eating more whole foods, more vegetables and fruit and stuff. So for the next diet we're going to talk about, I can't. I don't even want to say it's a diet because it's that dumb. Um, but my friend Lindsay did put this in my question box. Um, she wanted me to address the whole skinny teas and detox teas. And once again, this isn't even, I, I have no pros for skinny teas or detox teas or whatever those like juice cleanses are. There's literally no pros. So I'm just going to go into why it seems like they work, but they don't. Um, I mean, yeah, if you, if you starve yourself... You're going to lose weight. And guess what? It's not sustainable, so you're gonna gain it all back right when you start eating normal food because your body literally is like, okay, you're not gonna feed me. Like, I have to use whatever's around me to, um, you know, have calories to function. Like, your body literally needs calories to breathe and to walk and to sleep and do whatever. So these skinny teas... There is nothing magical about them, so please stop. Please stop doing, like, these detoxes. They don't work. It's not a thing. You are not meant to detox your body. Um, so, yeah, there's nothing special about skinny teas or 
having a shot of apple cider vinegar every day. Like, there's nothing special, because don't you think if there was, we'd be doing it. There's not. So stop drinking these skinny teas. They don't do anything. I promise you, there's nothing special about them. They do nothing. There's absolutely no pros. And it gets me heated just thinking about it. Like, if, if any of you guys come to me asking me if... If I recommend <laughs> skinny tea, <laughs> we're not going to be friends anymore, you guys, because that's how heated it makes me. Skinny teas don't work. End of story. I mean, if you want to starve yourself and just drink a flavored tea, that's basically what it is. Of course, you're going to lose weight, but it's not going to stay off. Okay, next diet. Okay, so next we're going to talk about the paleo diet. And I'm going to just say right away that this is not one of the worst diets I've seen. Um, I guess if I had to pick, um, my favorite fat, I don't even want to say my favorite fat diets because that's not true. I hate them all. But if I had to pick some that just aren't horrendous, I guess paleo is one of them. But still, I don't recommend it. And, uh, let's, let's talk about why. So for paleo diet is basically, um, what you could have hunted or gathered, you know, back in the day as caveman. So I had to kind of look it up a little bit um, just so I can give you guys better definitions. So some of the examples of foods you can eat are lean cuts of beef, pork, poultry, blah, 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 game animals, eggs, fish, fruits, non-starchy vegetables, nuts and seeds, and um, some oils in moderation. And it says stuff that you can't have are dairy products, like cereal, grains, um, legumes, starchy vegetables, sweets, artificial sweeteners, you know, like fruit juice and soda, um, processed or cured meat, and highly processed food. So, once again, anything that has you cut out, you know, entire food groups, I, I don't think is the best. So, you know, not mad that they cut out dairy. Uh, it is what it is, but... Um, the fact that they cut out things like you can't have rice or grains or even beans or starchy vegetables like potatoes, like there are a lot of nutritional benefits to those. And, you know, you go down to things that you think I'd say is a pro that they take out the processed food or um, sweets and stuff. It kind of puts you once again on the all or nothing mindset. Like you aren't allowed to have it at all. So if you do have any... It's like you're quote unquote falling off the wagon and it can lead to a binge. So that's why I still, even though paleo, I think it's great that it focuses on, you know, foods like fruits and veggies and, you know, nuts and seeds. Like that's great and all, but it still takes out a bunch of food that just kind of puts you in this all or nothing mindset that you know we that is just not good when you're trying to have a healthy relationship with food so you know it's still it's still it's still not the best I still wouldn't recommend it are there things you can learn from um you know the paleo diet like you know maybe reducing your processed food intake reducing maybe your your dairy intake and increasing um, you know, your fruits, nuts and seeds, maybe, you know, getting more protein like from eggs or fish or something. Yeah, of course, there's something to learn from it. But is this something that you can probably keep up your entire life? 
No, and that's why I hate diets, you guys, because what's the point of doing something short term? Because it doesn't teach you how to have a healthy relationship with food so you can be your healthiest self your entire life. And it is impossible to stick with a diet 100% of the time because, you know, what if you are eating, you know, Christmas Eve dinner at your aunt's house and, you know, she made mashed potatoes and, (laughs) I don't know, like, had some yummy pie. Like, you're telling me you're just not going to eat it at all and not going to enjoy it because you have in your mindset that it's all or nothing? Once again, I hate that. I hate diets in general, but especially how they just take away entire food groups. There's so many benefits to, you know, beans and peas and peanuts and, you know, potatoes, sweet potatoes. Like, if you told me I couldn't have fries, not even once for the rest of my life, lame. That makes me upset. But, you know, that'd be sad. But anyways, um, you know, the, the pros of it is that it does focus on whole foods. But some of the things that they take out, like... I just don't understand why. Like, okay, you can't have beans. Why not? No starchy vegetables. You're telling me that they didn't grow potatoes back in the day? Okay. I mean, maybe they didn't, but... (laughs) But, yeah, and just, you know, not having any sweets. I don't know. Things, you know, can be limited in moderation, but to take things out completely puts you into that mindset of I'm either on the wagon or I'm off the wagon. So that's why even though paleo's not as crappy as these other diets, I still don't recommend and I still don't think it is beneficial and there's nothing magical about paleo. It's not going to help you lose weight because there's something magical. It's like, of course, if you limit your processed food intake and start focusing on whole foods, you're going to, um, you know, be healthier, have more energy, probably lose some body fat. It's not paleo in general. It's the fact that you're you're prioritizing healthier whole foods and not processed foods. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. Um, the next diet we're going to talk about is the Mediterranean diet, and I think that's one of the more the more popular ones nowadays. So I also had to do a little research on the Mediterranean diet because like I kind of knew what it was, but not enough to like explain it to you guys. And you know what? I think this is the least horrible of all diets. And I'm going to tell you why. First, it's because I'm reading about it and it doesn't even call it a diet. It calls it the Mediterranean lifestyle. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, but anyways, what it is, it is is let me find where it's saying what it is okay so it's basically based on the traditional foods that people used to eat in the countries that bordered the mediterranean sea um so another thing i like about it is that it said there's no strict rules or regulations for the diet it just encourages you to eat like fruits veggies whole grains legumes nuts seeds hard healthy fats and that you should try to limit your processed foods added sugar and refined grains So, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool because it's not really saying it's a diet. It's more of a lifestyle. But once again, you know, when people say that they're going on a diet, usually it's because they think there's going to be an end, like an end date. So, I think, like I said, Mediterranean seems like the least horrible of them all. And I like what they're saying that there's no... um, 
that there's no hard rules, like no strict rules. And I think that's pretty cool. You know, if, you know, based off of what I'm reading right here, I mean, yeah, I guess I live a like Mediterranean lifestyle without even knowing because it says here, you know, the foods that you should eat or the, you know, the ones that I've told you and it says to limit foods like um, processed grains, like processed food, processed meat, um, you know, but it does say that you can eat like poultry, eggs, dairy, seafood, stuff that I don't eat too much of. So maybe I, I'm not eating a Mediterranean diet. Never mind. <laughs> but, you know, I like that it just is focusing on the whole foods and, um, you know, just saying that you should just try to limit your processed foods and stuff. But, you know, like I said, just saying that you're on a diet is kind of this red flag, weird line, like, that you can cross. Um, so, but that's the thing. It doesn't seem like there's anything magical about the Mediterranean diet. It's just saying, it's basically saying focus on whole foods that aren't processed and just try to limit your processed food. I don't even know why they call it a Mediterranean diet. It seems pretty straightforward. Um, I'm sure there's more, like, if you were to, you know, read a little more into it, I'm sure there's more stuff that, you know, you'd learn about. You'd learn about it for what exactly it is, if that all makes sense. <laughs> but um, I think, like I've said before, there is no, there is no one meal plan or diet that fits for everyone. We're all so different, and I'm not saying I'm using the word diet as like, oh, what you eat, not going on a diet. So you know the foods that you eat, your nutrition. I think it's going to be forever evolving. It's going, some of the things that you eat is going to change during the different seasons in your life. And you should be able to give yourself that trial and error. Is that the word? Yeah, trial and error for when you are like trying to figure out what works for you and should just to be kind. But I don't think you should ever really label, um, you know, the things like what you eat. Like, I even personally kind of sometimes have a hard time with saying I'm plant-based because especially now with, you know, being pregnant and kind of having issues with my food aversions and stuff. Like, I've been eating cottage cheese every once in a while, you know, kind of pri like kind of adding in a little some eggs because I'm having a hard time with some of the other foods that, you know, are really sensitive, that I'm really sensitive to. But, you know, for, for me to say that I'm plant-based, sometimes I'm like, wait a second, but I say I'm plant-based, but I'm eating cottage cheese, and I'm eating eggs, and it's like, wait a second, that's not the point of this, you know, it's trusting my body, listening my listening to my body, and not restricting myself, I'm not going to say that just because I say I'm plant-based, that I can't eat something, um, like I can't eat that cottage cheese or those eggs, and that I should just starve, <laughs> you know, like that should never be the option, so I think just really learning to listen to your body um, and the, the hardest thing with diets is that they're going to give you a list of all these foods that you should and shouldn't eat and then it's like you kind of like, well, what about all the foods that you already have? So that's why I love saying, what can we do to make your meal 1% better? What can we do to, you know, what's a healthy swap we can make? 
you know, what is something we can add in? What can be a goal? You know, if we're prioritizing getting a protein in, um, in every meal, or maybe adding in a fruit or veggie or swapping maybe a more processed snack with a um, whole food option. You know, I like to take the meals that you're already eating because these are the things that you like and that you're used to and then just tweaking them accordingly instead of looking at a diet, even looking at something like the Mediterranean diet and saying, oh, this is what it's saying I should eat. That's not going to be sustainable. It's going to be overwhelming. You're not going to be able consistent with it. You're not going to be able to be consistent with it and you're going to feel, you're just going to feel a lot of pressure. So that's why I say Let's really try to make better where you are right now and slowly evolve over time so you can still enjoy your food. It is not some big life change that you have to like think about all the time and it just makes it easier and more fun. You know, this is what I, I work on with my clients and you know, I have a whole lecture in Diet Ditches Academy about healthy swaps and restaurant hacks so you can still go out to eat, enjoy the foods you like. Um, eat somewhat your normal meals, but we can tweak them and just make them better. So if you guys learned anything from today's episode, you got any takeaways, is that none of these diets are special. A lot of them are just so focused on what you can't eat instead of what you can eat. And there's nothing special about it when it comes to losing weight. Like there's no one thing that you take out of your diet and that's the reason why you're all suddenly healthy and fit and your dream weight. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. There's nothing special about these diets. Um, I'd prefer if you just didn't go on a diet and just tried to focus on just bettering your lifestyle. So yes, if there's any more diets you guys like, would want me to cover uh, maybe in another episode, feel free to DM me on Instagram at this is Miranda Lee, but I'm already like almost at 40 minutes just talking about a couple of these diets. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you do like this podcast, please leave me a written review on Apple Podcast, and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Bye.